The following recording is a presentation of the Berean Baptist Church of Rohnert Park, California, and of Pastor Val Mark Smith. We are an independent Baptist congregation committed to the accurate presentation of the historical doctrines of the faith. We welcome your visit to our services anytime here in the Rohnert Park area. Um, if you could look with me to Matthew chapter 5, Matthew 5. Uh, Ma- I'm sorry, not Matthew, Ma- Matthew chapter 9, Matthew chapter 9, Matthew 9. And Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9. Let's, let's pray. And, uh, and then we'll continue looking at Scripture. Father, I thank you, Lord, for the love that you have for us and the love that you show through Jesus, your Son, and through the Word of God and the love of God that is shown through other believers. And how your word says, by this shall others know that we are your disciples if we have a love one for another, because God is love. And I thank you for Berean Baptist Church, for every member, every church family, for Pastor Smith. And Lord, I thank you for the fact that they are an extension of your love to our family, to China, and just worldwide as they pray and they support missionaries. And as they're faithful in their own Jerusalem here in Sonoma County. Father, uh, there are many on vacation. We pray that you'd bless and watch over others that are away. But if we live for Jesus everywhere that they're at. And we continue to pray for Mrs. Smith, Lord, raise her up and continue to strengthen her physically and emotionally and spiritually as well. Lord, bless the remaining moments that we have, time together, as we look into your word. We pray for the work in China. Uh, over a billion people there, and over the billions, in, uh, over a billion people in India as well. Large field. A world that you love, you gave your son for. And uh, Father, we thank you for the house church that you've allowed us to have a part in planting. And we pray, Lord, for the brothers and sisters there, that you continue to give them courage and faith, protect them, help them continue to grow. As he continue to be salt and light and shine for you. Pray this is in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, Matthew chapter 9, and look at verse number 35. Matthew chapter 9, verse number 35. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then said he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the labors are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth labors into his harvest. Uh, as we look at the context there, Jesus went to the cities, he also went to the villages, and he taught in the synagogues where the Jews would meet for worship. And he healed every sickness and every disease among the people. And he saw the multitudes, the multitudes, the multitudes. When we look at the multitudes, sometimes we think of the multitudes as a nuisance. As, oh, look at the traffic, it's so bad. Um, <clears throat> in Beijing, you look at the multitudes, it means bad traffic. It means you're packed like sardines when you're, when you're riding the subways. 
and it gets very uncomfortable. And there are many when they go to work, if they if they take the public transportation, they take the bus. There are so many that would ride on a bus for over an hour, and they would just stand there. There's no there's no there's no there's no seat on a bus or on a subway hours before they get to work, and then when they go home, another hour and a half, two hours. They look at the multitude, and it becomes a nuisance. But when Jesus looked at the multitudes. He didn't see this, oh, look at this long line I need to wait in before I could actually get inside the subway, get on, get on a train. But he looked at the multitudes. He was moved with compassion. Why? Because he saw them as, boy, they fainted. They, they were weary. They were weak. They were tired, exhausted. And notice this, and not only that, but they were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Right now, our house church there in, in Beijing, in the uh, south, East part of Beijing, there, Tongzhou District. Uh, we don't we don't have a, we don't have a, pa- a new pastor yet. I'm still pastoring remotely, and I've been keeping contact with them just about on a daily basis. Uh, yesterday, around ten o'clock, or ten o'clock in the evening time, it was there one o'clock in the afternoon. They just finished lunch and they were going into their afternoon service, and I've, I video chatted with them. And to see how things were going there. And we had a young man, um, younger than I am, he's in his 30s, uh, I call him Barnabas. And uh, he's, um, he led, the, for the very first time, he led the Lord's Supper there. Uh, we have at the very last Sunday of, of each month. And he led the Lord's Supper for the, for the first time uh, yesterday. It was, for, for us, it was our last night around 10, or actually around 8.30 or so, and they had services. And, um, but I, we're thankful for, for Brother Barnabas. Uh, for him being willing to lead on Sundays. Uh, if you could pray here, as far as, if you look at verse number 37, then said he unto his disciples, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Now, in verse number 38, it says pray. I know there's some people that will look at this portion of Scripture, and they say, here's, here's a prayer request that the Lord has. Now, as you look at this, uh, the wording here, does it sound like a request? How would you understand the word Request. A request could be something where we could either, okay, well, we could either say yes or no to a request. Is that right? Okay, it could be like an invitation. I, I, if someone requests your presence at some uh, function or some banquet or something. Uh, but a request, it could, you could either say, okay, yes, I, I, yes or no to an invitation. But here, it's not a request here. In verse 38, it says, pray. He's actually commanding us, pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest. Whose harvest is it? It's the Lord's harvest. He says, pray ye, what should we pray for? That he would send forth laborers. I remember the last uh, six months or so of being on the field in China, on the foreign field. I went to many different places, praying and praying and praying. I went to different places and seeking other other Chinese pastors and other other uh, uh, foreign missionaries and say, hey, you know, we need to leave soon. We need to leave soon. We need to leave soon. And we don't have a pastor yet. We're going to different places. I even uh, took a, a flight into in the Hainan, which is uh, um, a little island off of the south, away from away from the mainland of China, and and seeking. And after about six months, didn't find anyone. I said, Lord, um, this is your church. It's not my church. I'm not going to keep seeking anymore. We need to keep praying. And you need to provide a pastor. You need to provide a pastor. Now, Brother Barnabas, he, he says, you know, he says, uh, Pastor Wong, I, 
I'm willing to lead on Sundays. I don't think I'm, I'm ready to be a pastor. I'm not sure if God's called me. He may, he may be working my heart. And, but I don't know if I'm mature enough to be a pastor yet. And I said, that's okay. When we were missionaries, you know, we're, as you go for the, on the field for the first time, first several years, you're, you don't have any experience. And, uh, but I, I didn't want to push him. I said, I appreciate leading on Sundays. And I said, if you could, if you could send me your outline every week by at least here Thursday, for me, it would be, uh, my Thursday, it would be, it would be Friday for him. I, I want to look through your outline and give you some feedback by Friday so that on Saturday, if there are some areas I have a question about, you can kind of uh, make some revisions. And uh, the last few weeks, he's been giving me, not just his outline, he's been giving me word for word what he's going to, he, he'll be preaching on Sunday morning. And I didn't ask word for word, but he's giving me word for word, and I'm, and I'm thankful for that. And so, uh, Brother Barnabas, he's leading on, on, on Sunday mornings. And then on Friday, we, we used to meet on Wednesdays for Wednesday uh, you know, Bible study and prayer meetings until I realized over, uh, over a year ago that Wednesdays, it just didn't really work for our, 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 our church family. Um, we have many that work late at night and children that do the homework until 10 in the evening. And we thought, well, we can't have a, a, Wednesday, a Wednesday night prayer service because the very next morning, I mean, they, they have to go to school and they're, they're doing homework to about 9.30 at 10 o'clock at nighttime. And, and we have people that get off work. They don't get off work till around 9. So I said, it's not working for Wednesdays. So we decided to move it on Fridays. So the next morning, our people in our church family, whether it's adults working or children going to school, they don't have to worry about the next day. Uh, you know, uh, going to school or going to work. It's worked a lot better for us. But on Friday, Brother Barnabas does not live in Beijing. He lives, he actually lives in, in Hebei province. It takes him about an hour to, to get to our church, depending on traffic. And so he's not able to make it to our, our, our Friday Bible study and, and prayer meeting. And so we have another young man. His name, he doesn't have an English name, but uh, I'll just call him Stephen. His uh, last name is Shir. It's kind of hard to pronounce. But uh, Brother Stephen, he's leading our Friday prayer, Bible study and prayer, prayer meeting on Friday evenings at 7.30. And we've been studying 1 Samuel. I finished, I finished the first 19 chapters of 1 Samuel and chapter 20. Uh, we've been studying uh, chapter 20, and I've been sending him a uh, question and answer format. And verse by verse, we're going, we, we've been going verse by verse to give him all the questions, give him my answers. And I said, I want you to lead this. And, he, and uh, Brother Stephen, he, he got baptized uh, the, the second Sunday uh, before we left. Now, um, you say, well, why, why are we handing it over to someone who just got baptized and he hasn't been saved for a long time? Um, I'm not looking for someone who's very mature. I'm looking for someone who has a willing heart and someone who's very, very humble and very, very submissive. And uh, he, he and his wife, they have a very interesting testimony. They, they have been going to church for, I think, about two or three years and they started going to church near uh, Shanghai area, and uh, they, were, they, were, they, they had their, actually no, a lot longer than that, I'm sorry, their, their daughter's about five going on six years old, and uh, she, after giving birth to, right now they, they have one little girl, and they, they like to have another child, but uh, pray for them about that. And, uh, and so Stephen, his wife, his name's Emily, and their daughter's name is Shirley. And after giving birth, uh, she ended up having postpartum um, syndrome, and so she was very, very depressed after giving birth, and uh, they were doing well financially. They, they, had a, they hired a, a maid in their home uh, there when they were living in, in southern China, and their maid happened to be a, a believer, 
And they were impressed because she was full of a lot of joy and, and peace. And, and she says, well, my joy comes from Jesus. And uh, so, so they began going to a church with her. And uh, they were lacking joy in their, in their lives. <clears throat> and um, long story short, uh, this, the first Sunday they went to this church, uh, they were just impressed by the singing and, and just how everyone welcomed them to the church and, and showed a lot of, uh, of love to them. And uh, they encouraged them to, to receive the Lord. So their very first Sunday, they didn't have much of any background in the Bible. And, and they, they did a sinner's prayer. They prayed and they asked Jesus to come to their hearts. And, uh, and, and then they, they started coming to our church because they were part of a church uh, in Beijing where the government shut down their church. Their church, uh, well, their church was running about... Um, it was called Zion Church in Xi'an, uh, and they were running over a thousand. <clears throat> now, I don't know about you, but when you have a church of a thousand in China, I mean, it's hard to be underground. And uh, so it wasn't very wise. Uh, it was, to me, it wasn't wise. I was just, I'll use that term, okay? Um, I could be stronger, maybe foolish. I don't know why they were, had, a, had a, a, a church running a thousand every Sunday. And so the government, as... Um, began to crack down on it and say, well, you know, we, we just, we're going to put our foot down. And so they, they shut down their, their church. And, uh, and so they began, coming to our, they began coming to our church in November of 2018. And I worked with uh, Emily, Miss Emily, <clears throat> in a kindergarten. And her first Sunday, she was distraught. She said, you know, I've been going to church for about five years ever since our, our daughter was born in southern China. Then they moved up to northern China in Beijing. She says, is, is this it? You know, I started going to church for about five years. This is it. You know, the government's just going to crush Christianity, crush our church, and this is the end. And uh, she, she, she sent me a, a message on WeChat. She says, you know, I, I, like to, I like to come. Is it okay if I come to your church on Sunday? I said, sure. It's just come. And she came. She's just shedding tears, weeping. And she says, well, let me, I, just, I need to have a word of you privately. I said, sure, before our church service started. And she says, you know, our church got shut down. We're part of Zion Church. and it got shut down by the government. I says, oh, ooh, okay, yeah, I heard about that. And she says, well, is it, is it okay if, if I come here? Because I don't know if they're tracking my phone number and then if they know I'm here. <laughs> and I said, well, I don't, I don't know if, if they're going to track you. I don't know. But, you know, I mean, you, you see our church, we run about 20, 25 people. And I don't think we're a threat. And, and the guy will protect us. Just come. I, you know, we're, 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 we're I don't, I, 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 we, I've been here for over a decade. Just, just come. I, we're, we're fine. And, uh, and so she, she found comfort, and, she, and so she came. And that first Sunday, she came with her daughter. Her husband didn't come. And that first Sunday, Joyce asked her a question. She says, because it's a, it's a very, very important question. She says, well, you know, how long have you been going to church for? And most of all, when did you, uh, when did you understand that you were a sinner? When did you uh, come to realize that you're a sinner and, and needing Jesus Christ to save you? And that question bothered her. It bothered her. He says, what do you mean when did I realize that I was a sinner and needed Jesus to save me? Remember, she, she was in southern China. She started going to church because she had postpartum uh, syndrome after giving birth. She was really depressed and having a hard time recovering. And, and it's not easy recovering after you give birth. I don't know by experience, but, but, but I'm sure it, it's not easy. And she was depressed. But they, they showed her the love of Jesus and just, you know, pray the sinner's prayer. Ask Jesus to come to your heart. You get to go, go to heaven. I had no idea why Jesus died on the cross. I had no idea what sin was. And thought it was because of Adam's sin. It's all Adam's fault. Everything's blame shifting. And then when, when Joyce asked her that question, when did you realize that you're a sinner and that you needed Jesus to save you? She says, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm a sinner. I mean, yeah, I, I have original sin. It was because of Adam. It's all his fault. What does it have to do with me? Wait a minute, I'm a sinner. And 
before we left, we thought, you know, there's a few in our church that, um, and you know, I was really thankful because when we went back in uh, March 1st, after our brief little January, February, when we were last here, we went back and we thought, you know, there's some, we, we have another four moments before we leave the field. We thought there's a few in our church, we thought, well, I wonder if, they, if they're willing to become members or be committed. And when we returned on March, the first Sunday of March, this brother Steve and his wife Emily, they said, you know, I know you're leaving soon, but we love this church and we're going to stay here. We don't know who, who the next pastor is going to be, but we're going to stay here. I thought, oh, thank you, Lord. You know, we need laborers. We, have, we, we need people to, to join the church and, and be involved and serve. I thought, okay, Brother Steve and his wife Emily, praise the Lord, thank you, Lord, for answering prayer. And in those four months, we were just, you know, we are busy. And, you know, when I went to China, I went there single. And now we're moving back, and now we have homeschool and all these books, and we have three children, clothing, and all these things we have to move back. And things that we have to sell or get rid of or donate there in our apartment. And uh, so, but we're thinking, Lord, we, we need to uh, pray for committed members. And so I was thinking about Stephen and Emily, and, and I asked them, I said, are you, are you ready to join the church? Do you know our church covenant, our doctrinal statement? These are our core values. These are, our, these are, this is why we're an independent Baptist church. And, and, but I want you to write your salvation testimony. Because a lot of times people, they, they say things, and sometimes they... The, the proverb will think before you speak. Or you hear a lot of Christian you know, um, jargon and, and, and they have the vocabulary. So I said, I want you to write down your testimony. And so they, they, took, they, they took some time to write down their testimony. Uh, during this time, Justice and Abel, they, they, they got baptized on April 14th, which was Charity's third birthday. And, and they, saw, they saw their testimony. They saw, wow, a six-year-old and eight-year-old, they can understand the gospel and be saved. And they didn't tell me, but Miss um, Emily, when, when uh, Justice Nebu got baptized, in her heart she realized, you know, I think I need to be baptized, understanding their testimony. And, but she didn't mention it to her husband yet. And long story short, I, I read their testimony, and their testimony, the reason why I'm able to share this is because their testimony stated that they didn't realize that they were sinners until they started coming to our church. And I thought, wait a minute. You know, you, Five years ago in southern China, you prayed a sinner's prayer, you were baptized for whatever reason, you joined their church, and then you were part of a church, Zion church, of running a thousand, and the husband, Brother Stephen, or Shirdi Show, he was in Sunday school. But they didn't even know they were sinners. And so, um, before they joined the church, I, I asked them, I brought them to, to the story of Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. And the Ethiopian eunuch, he asked the question, What doth hinder me to be baptized? And what was his answer? If thou, if thou believest, thou mayest. He says, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. But remember, he was reading the scrolls from Isaiah. He says, who is this man talking about? Is he talking about himself or some other man? And he preached to him, Jesus, Isaiah 53. And I, and I asked him, I said, well, so when did you realize you were a sinner? Before you came to our church or after you came to our church? I said, well, be, uh, after we started coming to this church here. And I said, when did this man, although he went to Jerusalem, he was worshiping. But he was still empty. And he says, and then Philip asked him, do you understand is that what thou read? He said, how can I except some man should guide me? And I began guiding them through the scriptures. I said, when did you realize why the word became flesh and joined among us? And why Jesus Christ is the son of God? Why did he come here? And he says, oh. And I says, well, when, when did this man get baptized? He says, after he understood he was a sinner. As if he was very, very clear. He was bruised for our inequities. For our transgressions, and by his stripes we are healed in Isaiah 53. And I said, So 
I asked him about baptism. I said, Should, what, what does the scriptures teach us? Should you be baptized the, the proper way after you've understood why you need the Son of God to save you from your sins? And both Brother Stephen and, and Emily, they said, we'll, we'll get baptized. <clears throat> and and, and they, they, got, they got baptized. They shared their testimony in front of the church. And, uh, and we're thankful. And then, so they're, they're, they're involved. And then we have another sister. We're thankful that I think uh, two years ago, uh, Joyce gave her a track after, at that time, we only had, we only had Justice Abel. And they were playing uh, outside in a, in a playground area. And, and for two years, um, she's been coming to church off and on. And then before we left, we, we, uh, Joyce uh, just challenged her. said, you know, we're going to be leaving soon. And you still haven't really uh, committed to, to, to come to church. And, you know, there's more in life than making money. And, uh, you know, you've heard a lot. But, you know, have you thought about eternity? A long story short, we praise the Lord that, that she, she repented and, and trusted the Lord as her Savior. And, and she joined the church uh, the, the, the week before we left. And uh, so we're, we're thankful. And uh, so we, we have a, a handful that are, are involved now. Um, but as, as you look at, uh, before we close here, in, in Matthew chapter 9 here, it says here that Jesus moved with compassion upon the multitudes because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. And although there, there are need for laborers, the harvest is plenty as the laborers are few, but of the chief, of the main laborer, they need an under-shepherd. And I told the church family, I don't think the Lord wants the sheep to scatter because there's no under-shepherd. And the wolves to come and eat you up. And we're praying that you be faithful uh, to the Lord as, as, uh, as I'm trying to lead remotely. And there's a, here's a verse in Jeremiah. If you look at Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 3, Jeremiah uh, chapter 3, verse 15, and then we'll close. Jeremiah 15, uh, chapter 3, verse 15. Jeremiah 3, verse 15. We're coming to a close here. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse number 15. It says, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. And I will give you pastors according to mine heart. And we're praying for a pastor, an under-shepherd, a pastor that will be after his heart. It's a scary thing if it's not after God's heart. Because we know our heart, the heart of man, is deceitful above all things and this be wicked. And we're praying that the Lord would give them a pastor according to his heart, which shall feed them with knowledge and understanding to know the Lord. Amen. And that's what we're praying for. And I, I did promise them that our, whatever support that, we, we're, that we're getting and whatever, however the Lord provides us financially, that um, we're still going to tie, give our tithes and offerings there uh, until the Lord provides a new pastor. Um, I'm thankful that one of our supporting churches in Hong Kong, uh, they were without a pastor for three years. Uh, their pastor ended up having the, the, the Lord move them on to, to Scotland. They had no pastor for three years, but the brothers and sisters kept meeting faithfully, realizing the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And uh, we met their new pastor at the, at, the, at the end of February, and they waited and waited. And I asked Pastor Sheck, I said, what did you do? How did you? How, what, three years, no pastor? What did you do? I said, I didn't do anything. It's the Lord. He says, you pray, and you pray, and you pray, and I met with them through Skype and through other means, and just kept, kept in contact with them, having regular meetings every week, and uh, with the Sunday school teachers, and with the, um, just the faithful leaders of the church there. And, uh, and I'm planning to go back around maybe the end of March or the beginning of April, 
and to go back and, and visit and see how they're doing. Um, we have another missionary family that, that we work together to, to plant this church. Um, Brother Nathan Ching, he'll be going there in November uh, to, to go visit our, our house church there. And uh, please continue to pray for Grace and True Baptist Church that the Lord would provide a pastor after his heart that would feed them with knowledge and, and understanding of the Lord. And if any questions, please let me know. Let, let's pray. Father, we, we, uh, we love you. We thank you. Uh, you first loved us. And Lord, thank you for allowing us to be giving our, our lives eternal value. Lord, thank you that because Jesus died for us, you, you by the grace of God, tasted death for every man, that, Lord, we do not have to worry about the second death. And thank you, dear Lord, during our remaining time on this earth, that we don't need to um, lay up treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and, and steal. But we could lay up treasures in heaven we thank you, Lord. We don't need to have wood, hay, and stubble, wood, hay, and stubble that will burn up. But we can have gold, silver, and precious stones. Lord, uh, I do pray, Lord, thank you for Brother Ranley, Barnabas, Brother Shredishon, Brother Stephen, Lord. We pray, God, that you help them to continue to be faithful. As they speak for thee, and they encourage, and they instruct your people there, with knowledge and with understanding. And that they would rightly divide the word of truth. And be approved unto God, a workman unashamed. Well, please provide a pastor there that's after your heart that would feed the flock so that lest they scatter. Lord, the harvest is yours. Please send forth laborers and help us to not just be hearers but doers, Lord, we need laborers. Thank you for these young people today, seeing them labor and serve with gladness, whether it's song leading or whether it's playing a musical instrument, Lord. It's a blessing to my heart. Lord, please raise up the next generation of laborers for your glory and honor. Help, Lord, my wife and my children, Lord, as we adjust to life in America. Pray for my mother and father-in-law. I pray, Lord, for their health, Lord. Pray for their salvation. I pray, Lord, that someday sh that they'll be able to get a visa to visit America as well. And, Lord, uh, allow um, this time. Thank you for uh, ability to, to video chat so it's easier for Joyce just to communicate with my mother and father-in-law. Lord, please, I pray, God, that you send forth laborers where they're at. They're in the, the Harbin area. That would be a testimony witness whereby they may hear the gospel and be saved. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this presentation of the Berean Baptist Church of Ronan Park, California. If you would like further information about our church, please feel free to call us at area code 707-584-7275 or write to us at Berean Baptist Church, 6298 Country Club Drive, Ronan Park, California, 94928. Additionally, you may visit us on the World Wide Web at www.bebaptist.org.